are fired up. They are ready. They are nice and warm. Ooh, welcome back. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. To the Benching Bantings Podcast. That could be a commercial, dude. Is that going to be our soft intro? Yeah. Nice. You know, what's <laughs> that commercial where it's like, you know what I'm talking about? It's the same tone as that's what I was going for. Anyway, um, I guess my name's Josh, um, and I'm here with my co-host, always looking dapper Dan and super cute Nicholas. I appreciate that. Yeah. How are you doing today? <laughs> Fuck. I didn't want to get into this already. We're getting I'm having the it. worst day ever. Tell me about it. Okay. So I sat there at work and did nothing. That was just like, why the fuck would I want to waste eight hours of my life? Like, that's, but that's just an average work day. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But then this fucking cucklord Duncan place. Also, not a sponsor, and I'm not talking about, like, okay, you know what? They're not going to sponsor me if I say this anyway. First this, of all, true. D-N-K-N apostrophe on the cup. Annoying. Get rid of it. Just put Duncan. Why are we going so minimalistic on every logo nowadays? Don't need it. Hate it. There's a QR code, and we're shooting for minimalistic. I just, you know. What, is the, that, what does the, the QR ask about? Uh, did somebody say free, earn free rewards with the Duncan app? Yeah. You know, you know what I'd really like free rewards on? Lemons. Dude, it's a fucking fruit. How do you not have lemons? It was unbelievable. And it's not even not having lemons. It's, it's them being discontinued. They, they stated that lemons and Duncan were discontinued. Let's role play this, okay? Okay. <clears throat> Thank you for choosing Duncan. How may I take your order? Yeah, can I get a medium iced tea with lemon? Uh, sorry, sir, but uh, lemons are actually discontinued now. Uh, they, that started in January. Like lemons, like the fruit? Uh, yes. They've been discontinued. Can I get an iced tea without the lemon? Yes. That's exactly how it went, by the way. You did a great oh, job. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I wasn't even there. I, I go, I go, really? Like the fruit? <laughs> like the fruit? <laughs> so, yeah. Apparently, lemons are extinct. <laughs> lemons don't exist anymore. That's I, fucking crazy to I'm me. I'm sorry to break this to all the listeners who enjoy lemon in their beverage, but... They are discontinued. But right hand to God, I've had a lemon iced tea from Duncan bef- since January. I 100% agree. You probably have. You said you did. Yes. The lemon and sugar iced tea is possibly the greatest thing ever. And the other day I was golfing with some of my Cheriho Hick redneck friends. And one of them was like, dude, Duncan doesn't have wake up wraps anymore. And I go, huh? that's just not true. I had one like a week ago. And he's like, they said they discontinued it. I'm busting so out the app. Duncan is fucking lying across the board. What is happening? I am tarnishing the reputation. No way that they don't have wake up wraps anymore. Right? I'm like, I'm befuzzled. Because there should be no reason that wake up wraps, aka the greatest breakfast you can get from Duncan while on the go. Because sometimes a bagel's too much. And. Would it be in snacks and sides? Uh. Aww. I'm starting to get really annoyed. I think it'd be in sandwiches, wouldn't it? Would it be in sandwich uh, sandwich and wraps? No, wrap. there's a wake-up wrap right Dude, here. Dude, what the fuck? Order an iced tea and see if you can get a lemon with it. <laughs> All right. Uh, iced drink. Let's see here. Um, we're fucking... We're, we're, we're breaking the mold. Yeah. They have lemonade. 
Oh my god, you can make drinks with it, but not put it in drinks? Oh my god. I thought he asked me for a lemonade for, I, I, I wanted like a lemon supplement at first, like like, like um, lemon liquid sugar or something. No, dude, just give me a fucking lemon. Sweetener, I mean, it, it, nothing here says lemon. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. At least we befuddled the wake-up wrap. Yeah, wake-up wraps are still a thing, a.k.a. the greatest thing from I mean, Duncan. if you get up at 6 a.m. for a round of golf... You're gonna get a wake up wrap. A wake up wrap from Duncan is possibly the most prime thing on earth. And most people get a coffee, but Nick Mello goes with a Red Bull. Yes, for golf, absolutely. You need you do need to be dialed up. I I actually have two on the course. I I crack one open for the front nine, and then as soon as I hit hole ten, the second one gets cracked. I don't think the time makes a difference when you're drinking two Red Bull in a four hour period. It doesn't. No. It's not very healthy. It just makes you with the psyche helps with the psyche. I guess. It just makes me feel better. <laughs> that's, that's and a that's problem. what all you that need to go to, you need to go to an RBA meeting. <laughs> Red Bull nuts. <laughs> I'll be your sponsor. Hi, I'm Nick. I consume Red Bull at a at a very um, I haven't had a Red rate. Bull in 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to see normal colors again. I don't really like it. The sun's vibrant again. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Greens are more green. We crushed a couple of Red Bulls yesterday. We did. That's what I was referring to in my 24-hour period. And a couple golf balls. A lot of golf balls. Yeah. So uh, yesterday was very unfortunate. Josh and I both have Wednesdays off. Because we're... Breaking the mold of working men <laughs> who want a Wednesday off. Um, and so we we thought about having a round, round 18 at a beautiful course here in the great state of Connecticut. Private course. It was private. Semi-private, I think. I think. I'm pretty sure. But regardless. Uh, when you're we're, playing with a member, you can call anything private. True. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. We're going to do... Four of us were going to go play 18 at 10 a.m. Well, it was raining. There was four people. Yeah, it was going to be four. Really? Yeah. It's going to be me, you, my buddy who's a member, and my buddy's buddy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we would have had a match? We would have had a match. Fuck. That makes it even worse. Fuck. I was upset, too. Like, I, like you miss out on skins, you're a little upset. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, skins is fun to play, but a match? A match is where it's at. A match with, we could have bet on it, too. Oh, dude, I hate gambling. 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> Our legal team have advised us to mention 1-800-GAMBLERS every time we use the G words. So. We're great at it. Um, but our uh, our plans got rained out. And so Josh and I quickly decided to, uh, you know, take a left turn and audible out. And we were uh, we went to the driving range. We did. But can I touch on what you said first? They, they got rained out, which is bullshit because... We looked at the forecast. It said rain from sun up to sundown. Yes. And then we wake up because both of us woke up between eleven and two because yes, homeless. Yes, and absolutely. <laughs> Who needs to wake up any earlier? Especially when you're not golfing. Like what? Exactly. What the, fuck is the point. And the rain stopped promptly at noon. I didn't even know that. Like, at noon it stopped. I'm infuriated now. Yeah, and you said we couldn't go before eleven. Yeah, because that was part of his is, membership What the pass. fuck is that? That is annoying. But I, I, check, I was looking at the forecast at work. Holy blanket of green. I mean, the entire, like, tri-state oh, it area. it was covered. It was disgusting. But then it just stopped? I don't know what happened. Next week looks great, though. Next week does look great. All right, commence with the story. All right. And uh, so back to what I was saying was that we did an audible, you know, 
we couldn't hit the links, but we got to always improve. And that's what's important. We refuse to stay stagnant. Exactly. So we went to the driving range and we pounded some golf balls. We might be the two most complacent human beings ever, so let's say that we would never stay stagnant. It's hilarious. <laughs> we are rather complacent. We, uh, worked, we worked at a sporting store that paid us ten dollars an hour for fucking years. <laughs> we, we worked there till it closed, <laughs> refusing to leave just because <laughs> it was home for us. And then you went and got a job at the place that your family works at. Yes, the power plant. And then I just have a job that I won't leave because I like it. So I like, enjoy selling cars. We're just complacent human beings. We just we just really like what we <laughs> but do. Not when it comes to golf. Exactly. We always try strive to get better. It's the athlete inside yeah, of us. They say golf is like a representation of real life. You know the struggles, the heartaches. The, oh, it's not at all. Well, it is completely. But yeah. like, it's just I'm the a much better person when I'm on the golf course. Yes, I'm a son of I'm I'm a child of God on the golf course. Never, never a bad thing has come from And the I'm golf devil course. emoji off the golf course. <laughs> Just demon time outside of the Dude, golf course. Dude, I'm in a slut for emojis today. <laughs> Every text I sent today has had an emoji and I don't know why. Yeah. What was the, what was the, you, what did you say to me when I was like, yeah, we'll meet up uh, in the, the, dude, this emoji oh, the, with the peaky fingers. Oh, yeah. yeah dude, that's I was so like, good. What the that's hell? That's so good. That's the best. It's, that's that's, such, it's such a creepy tone. Have you seen the goblin emoji? No. There's a goblin emoji. Oh, that's It's sick. so funny. Here, I'll, I'm going to see if I can find it real quick and text it to you. Yeah, yeah, forward me that. <laughs> forward me that email. Can you see, see me in the goblin emoji? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most just absurd emoji I've ever seen. That is the thing about Apple, is their emoji game is unhinged. But it's just it's way too many. The fact that there they, are like, far too many. The fact that, that they don't like, get suggest used. them to you when you type words means that there's too many. Oh, it's so infuriating because I can be like, "Oh, I'm just having a bad day," and then there will be like five emojis that'll be like recommended for me to use. One of them's a puke emoji. Where is my, where is my little goblin friend? You can search goblin, you know. Oh yeah, there is that. But while you're doing or is he that, a troll. When you're doing that, I would like to formulate. There he is. I'd like to let you know that the that the Dave Matthews band sent me an email today to buy their merch. I've never listened to any of their songs. You've but, never listened to Dave Matthews. Well, I have, but well, like, yeah, like, but like, but not like that. I've never like gone on their website or anything. Like, yeah, how yeah. the fuck they got my emails beyond me? That's amazing. But they sent me an email. That's the sickest emoji <laughs> ever. Uh, does he is he holding a fucking trident? I oh, think that's no, a stick. It means it's a staff or something. It's a stick. But yeah, dude, that is just fucking okay. Fuck the Dave Matthews band. Leave my email alone. Driving range. We got better. Got better. We figured a lot of things out there. And, you know, we played a lot of, um, you know, who could hit it closer to certain markers. That's how you get better. That's it's always a good feeling. If you're not hitting at targets, what are you doing? You're not playing. Yeah. yeah. You're not playing. You don't go to the driving range just to hit golf balls. You go to the driving range to strive to get better. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get better is to practice how you play. And we broke the alignment sticks out. We were. We picked targets. I was hitting my alignment sticks a little bit. Well, you, <laughs> you also gave yourself like a centimeter on each side oh, for your man. club pad. I was really, I was pushing myself. You did hit a couple draws. I did. Yeah. I, you know what? I have a really bad time with a slice, which means the ball goes. From uh, left to right, extremely hard. Like way too hard. Yeah, like, like, like a Formula One corner. Pretty much. Yeah. That's a great yeah, analogy. I know. Dude. I know. So good. Yeah. But a draw goes the opposite way, but if you're right-handed, less intense. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, if you're right-handed, because if you're if you're left-handed, it's the exact opposite. Yeah, you guys can figure that one. Vici versi here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that just caught me so off guard. I was ooh woo vici versi. No. Oh god. <laughs> Not I, like I, this. I love shit humor. Oh um, my god! But then uh, to conclude our driving range day, we ended up on the chipping green. We did, which is barely a chipping green, but it's more like a sandbox. It is. It's definitely a sandbox <laughs> with like astro turf. Yeah. And we competed. We went closest to the hole. We did. I I I devised a good little game though. That game is really fun. Me and Joe have played that one time. I would go back and play it again right now. Yeah. No, and you pick, you know, right side, middle, left side, then you go back. Super fun. And I ended up tying it with two miraculous comebacks. Unbelievable shots. And then I just fucking put one in the bleachers and I left one two feet short. Or two feet the, off of my Put foot. one in, like, the shrubbery. Yeah. And I put one very nicely on the edge of the green. It was amazing. Yeah, that was, that was a good Super time. fun game. Really competitive. But the gripe I have with the place that we went is their clubs are so overpriced. Just for what fucking reason? So they have a pro shop, and that's where you can buy all your, like, your clubs and stuff. And even like very used clubs <laughs> go for like double the market value that you can find on eBay. And granted, eBay is a marketplace where prices can fluctuate. and Very intensely. And sellers can just say, I don't want this. And I get that. Like, I get it. But it's like buying a car and just not checking car gurus or dealership websites and just going to a car lot and be like, that's the one I want. Exactly. I can't find any cheaper because of... Uh, it's unbelievable. It's like... It's as if... They were a car dealership, and they just found, like, a used truck. Right. And then we're like, yeah, what was its retail value back when it came out? Yeah, yeah we're just going to put that on the front of it. Before the chip. Thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It's unbelievable. And, like, these these wedges had, like, complete, like, holes in the face with the golf ball was hitting. Yeah. And like, yeah. Super bad scuffs, super bad chips, <laughs> like, all over. And I I'm mean, a lover of all golf clubs. I'll, I'm a used golf club guy. But eBay I'm, is I'm, the place. I'm not paying one sixty nine. I'm not paying a hundred and thirty dollars for a club that I can't even Actually, see what kind it is. Actually, that fifty four you sent me, I might buy. What the Taylor made one? Yeah, yeah that dude. Was sick. I was thinking about buying that fifty six. Yeah. Man, don't get it. Don't don't let us shop eBay dude. for golf clubs. That's <laughs> dangerous. One thing about me, I'm a bargain shopper. True. And. Something about seeing a bargain when you don't need something makes me want to buy it even more. If you if I see something and it says like sixty six percent off, I see that and I'm like done. Yeah, and, come on now. And you saw my new irons yesterday. I did. I didn't need them. Didn't need them. I mean, I, didn't, I mean, I, I needed them. You know, it's more of a want than a need. <laughs> it was more of a, they were only eight hundred dollars. <laughs> They're great clubs. Hear me out. They retail for eleven. They resell for like thirteen because they they don't like they can't get them out between like six and twelve once. That's true. So eight hundred dollars for a set from pitching wedge to five irons is a steal. That is a steal. I really can't with upgraded blame you on shafts. That. So I was like, you know what? Pull the trigger. Tax yep. returns came in. Ooh. Paid that some, late? Paid some bills. Oh, dude, I didn't file till like April. You're a criminal. I filed as soon as I could. Yeah, everybody does that, but like... I got it in like February. Yeah, I, I just refuse to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, you're like, nah. The simple fact is if I get stuff in like the winter, 
I'm much more prone to online shop in the winter compared Ooh. to like when I'm out and about doing things. When you're when it's winter time and like it's too cold outside, you just don't want to go and warm up your car, get in your car, drive to a stupid store just to buy something. I'm gonna go on Amazon and molest the marketplace. I will be the checkout button will be sore from how much of a time I hit it. <laughs> Tough verb choice, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for something. I don't oh know what my it was, but goodness. But yeah, no, it, it it's a real problem. So yeah, I, I I file late. We are, but being an online shopper is just the new norm. And we're gonna go on eBay and we're gonna find our deals. Right after this podcast. But ends. it makes it makes me so mad though because they have brand new drivers for like retail or less, and then they have wedges for like retail, which is fine, and then they have used wedges for yeah. ten dollars cheaper than retail. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. So, if you run a store, fix your shit. But they said they price match. So one time I went up there, I was like, because they, they had a Sim 2-iron UDI, and I want to be a 2-iron guy. That would be pretty cool. That would be sick. Yeah. I also carry 13 clubs in my bag. Um, You're so, missing a club? Yeah. So I go I go driver, 3-wood, hybrid, and I don't have a 4-iron. I go 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, P-wedge, 52, 54, 60. Wow. Putter. Oh, yeah. Butter makes it 13. That's unreal. Top of my bag is a little bit of a hole in it. You do need something. But I don't I don't know what I want yet. It's, hey. Cause find the right one. If I'm a five wood guy, I might as well be a seven wood guy. That is true. Because what I mean for me, what's the difference between a five wood and a three wood? We're not good with seeing a noticeable difference between a five wood and a three wood. Not good enough. I mean we are, but we're not. No, yeah, but like to see like a traumatic Right. Like what what is a what is a two twenty carry gonna do for me that a that a 215 carry won't or, or sorry what is it well a 220 roll out the 230 carry do for me that uh 210 carry roll out the 220 won't do for him it's gonna be the same shot if you put it within like a 10 yard window it's the same thing it's the same exact thing to me so why would i care couldn't fucking tell you but i think two lines where i'm gonna go because i hit a, i i'm i'm in the trees a lot <laughs> Not by choice. Not by choice. It's actually not off the tee. It's actually when I blade wedges over the green. But I'm in the trees a lot, and I got to hit a lot of stingers. So I think two iron might be the way to go. Two iron is a strong, strong way to go about it. Mm. Um, man, I'm trying to think of like what could be a great club choice there. I think seven wood might be the answer. Seven wood would be really nice because I could stop it on the green. Yeah, and it's not like a super club that's gonna go. Like two twenty, way too far. Yeah, it'd be that nice two hundred number. It's got a great face. Yeah, seven woods, and you, and you can like use it in the rough to chip a little. Are you gonna be like Joe and grab a hybrid oh, when dude. we first started? Who the fuck does he think he is? Remember the time we were at <laughs> we were we were at uh, Wood River, and <laughs> he tried to do the hybrid thing, and he duffed it, and he was like, "It's so much harder than putting." I would go, Joe. That's not true. You just absolutely stabbed at it. It's not. It's not a wedge. It's a hybrid. And then it's that stupid V hole that like should never exist. And he got mad that he didn't drive the green. You know, the, when you come up the hill at Wood River on the back nine, and you go from the nice like oh that hole sucks. That was the worst. And he tries to drive the green, and he gets so mad at himself. Who thought about that hole? It it just means they had to go left really fast. I think. That was incredibly. That's such a bad hole. It's the worst hole in golf. I miss that course. It's a gimmick. I miss that course. We gotta play that course. Yes and no. There's no bunkers. 
No, and that's what makes me happy. I'm a slut in bunkers. I love bunkers. I hate bunkers. So I've been you finding, know this. I've been finding myself in fairway bunkers lately because I'm getting some distance off the tee. Yeah. And now I can reach the fairway bunker, so it's sick. Nice. And I'm just getting irons out of the fairway bunkers, dude. Are you really? Yeah, dude. What's that one course? What am I thinking of? I think I'm thinking of Fenner. They're like the super downhill with the pond oh, in front. Oh, fuck that hole. That hole is crazy. But I also love that hole. <laughs> that hole. Wait, you talking about three or the one? No, I'm back nine. It goes like straight down the hill. I don't know if I'm thinking of, I have to be thinking of the right course. Fenner's back nine is a little. I think it's a part, like, I don't want to say it's a part three. I think it's a part four. Oh, the one after the long part five and you got to go up the hill? Yeah, and then the next hole is a down the hill, like super down the hill, and there's a pond right in front of it. Oh, that's nine. There's no next hill. No, nine goes uphill. That's what I'm talking about. Are you saying reverse? No, it's reverse. But it's somewhere on Fenner. That hole is so fun to play. Are you still thinking about what hole Can't it is? think of Oh, the par four at Fenner where it's drivable? Like, yeah. And it goes downhill. Yeah, it's right after the long par five. Yeah. That hole is four, so dumbass. fucking fun. That's a great, it's a great hole. I For a moment, I thought it was a par three, and I was like, that's not right. We pull driver, dude. I know. I, I always forget <laughs> I do. And we're like, ah, did that go in the... Did it? And I'm like, did we, it go in the water? An, we played an independent then. They put two American flag TB5X pixels in the fucking... In the pond. In the drink. In the drink. In the cabeza. Can, can we just take a moment to appreciate the fact that calling the water the drink <laughs> it's the golf, funniest thing ever it's the greatest thing in sports <laughs> i love that shit the funniest thing ever oh, and that ball has gone in the drink you see that tiktok where it's like golf slang and it's like pissed on it's like he goes like pissed on up oh, in the drink or he's like you got a shot from there it's like all like oh the stuff that you just God. say like naturally oh, mashed so potatoes mashed potatoes that's one of my favorite things to say on a golf course it's just the greatest game ever. It's it's a really fun game. It's for everyone to enjoy. You could be 95 and have a good time. Absolutely. What pissed me off yesterday at the driving range Uh-oh. was, remember we were hitting, we just got there, and that fuck got off the lesson with the guy in the red coat. Yeah. He's talking to him. Yeah. And I was watching him blade fucking eight irons. You know how hard it is to blade an eight iron? Like, yeah, sure, I've done it a couple times, but yeah. like- like, in a lesson, like, I get it. Like, you're trying to get better. No one's getting mad at you for getting better. Oh, yeah. But then you come off and say, my goal is to be a scratch golfer. Ooh. Did you hear that? I didn't. I must have missed that part. He goes, yeah, my goal is to be a scratch golfer. And he's having the guy pay for playing lessons. The guy's like, yeah, you got to pay for my round and give me $40. I'll do that. I'll teach you course management for fucking a yeah, free dude. round of $40. That's so, that guy's just, he's met his cash cow. Right. Holy shit. So I need to become a PGA pro. That's but, true. Yeah, that pissed me off. And that's when that's I was so like... so annoying. That's when I was like, wow. Glad I'm not him. Yeah, like I feel like if I got lessons, I'd actually like be decent. Enough to improve. Yes. And I, I guarantee that guy got better that day. Yes, that's not everyone, everyone gets better. But he was so like... Adamant on going from point A to point B yes. in like a... Like a, a summer. Oh my yeah. God. You can't do that. Now, me, your brother, and my you, me, you, and your brother have set the record for the most improved golfers of all time in a, in a, in a two year span. We've been, it's been incredible. It's been incredible. I went from detaching the head of my driver <laughs> on hole three to going nineties to going to going pretty good with it. Yeah, 
it, it, it just I just kept getting so pissed off. I was a 115 golfer. Yes. Now I'm like an 88 to 92 golfer. I still have my uh, golf ball from my first round from 2020, and I shot 117 <laughs> on Elmridge. It's like, what is the improvement? And it's now I'm like, I'm sitting like mid mid 90s when I like I actually consistently play. And I golf a lot more than you. Yes. You, yes, you do. But now with your work schedule, you can golf a little bit more. I can. I should golf more. I just don't. Why? I don't know. I'm always afraid to ask you because I feel like you're always going to say no. I would love to golf. Fun fact, I'm afraid you're going to say no, so I don't ask you. Because remember that one time where it was like last summer where you were still in school and I kept asking you, you kept saying no? Yeah. I think I'm still have PTSD from that. Because <laughs> like, nobody's like, around <laughs> on Wednesdays, dude. Usually. Nobody's around on Wednesdays. Yeah, that's true. Like. I think I... I well, there was a couple of times where I was supposed to be in class, but I was really on the links with you. Yeah, yeah. I but there wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. It was not enough. I did need to go golfing more. That was just so bad. I hated school. So we're going to start a YouTube series called Road to Scratch, and I hope everybody that's listening to this will tune in. That's of news to us. No, it's not. We've been planning oh, this. Oh, yes. We've yes, we have. planning this Very for sorry. years. Very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> taking, taking you down. Good, good golf. <laughs> I love Good Good. Yeah, I could watch their shit all day. I love them. They're uh, they're great. Yeah, I like the the originality is cool. Yes, if you ever if you ever really want to like get into like the personality that surrounds golf, watch Good Good Golf because yeah. those guys are very like normal humans. Right. They're not like crazy golfers that can like shoot ten under just on like any average day. Like they're just. Normal kids who just grew up playing golf. Yeah, and there's like two or three of them that are nasty, two or three of them that are average, and two or three of them that are like are like not, not like us, but like a little bit better. Bubby, they, they play for a living. So. Yes, they do. But Bubby is my hero. He's 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 one of us. He's like one of us. He really one is though, because yeah. he's like he's good. Can play great at can, can, very can, specific things. Can shoot the lights out. Like you're like from forty yards. You're like Bubby. Hit this drive and that shit's gone. Yeah. And then he's like, "Yeah, let me uh, rescue this with my wedge." And then it's just the most perfect shot he, on earth. But then like they're playing a scramble and they're like, "Oh, I need a tight draw here." He just cranks a tight draw like two eighty on the. Fairway. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. They've, they're really good. Yeah, they're, they're really Seeing good. their progress has been amazing. I play golf every day too. I'd be pretty fucking good though. I want to play Purcell Farms. Yeah, we should make a trip. We should. A hundred percent. I'd be so down to go on a trip this summer. We, I'm so dead set on it. Let's do it. We could do if a I have time, yeah. We could do a stay and play for like two days. Well, yeah. If I don't have like um, work version of school, then yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're getting a new jobby. Hopefully, as the fingers crossed. Um. Hopefully, I can backtrack to this uh speaking, this segment and be like, hey, <laughs> got the spot. And we can we can add a, a, a an applause. A, a fake track. applause. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. That'd be sick. Love that. Speaking of new jobs, AJ Brown has a new job. AJ Brown does have a new job. He's actually going to catch passes from a very good quarterback for once in his career. I can't wait. That was massive Ryan Tannehill slander, and I'm okay with it. (laughs) Because we now hate Ryan Tannehill. We now hate Ryan Tannehill. But A.J. Brown is number 11 for your Philadelphia Eagles. My Carson Wentz jersey destruction has already commenced. I have perfectly de- done. Depatched my Carson Wentz jersey, and I'm going to spray paint brown on it. <laughs> Not the color. Not the color. The, the name. name. The name. Yeah. yeah. Easily. Um, uh, that is such a good trade. For did you see the video of him catching passes in Eagles gear? Yes. Today? Yeah. Amazing. Sick. How how much you want to bet that wasn't that deal done after Jamison Williams got drafted? I want to yes. say yes. Yes, because they was either going to be Jameson Williams or they were going to trade for him. 
Yeah. And I think that the Lions trading up, taking Jamison Williams, cemented you guys with A.J. Brown. And I would have been happy with either of them. Oh, yeah. But Jamison Williams, with the, coming off the torn ACL, is going to be always a risk. Right. And then we haven't had a vet receiver since Alshon. And what happened? I guess won the Super Bowl. Won the Super Bowl. I really think that A.J. Brown is going to be disgusting next yeah, year. Yeah, no, me too. Because what happened last year is Devontae got a lot of one like over-the-top coverage. Yeah. He and, was guarded by the number one cornerback at all times. And then getting safety help. Yeah. They were all double-teaming him every pass. What are you, what are you still racking, like 900 yards? Yeah, something like that. That's Perfect. Really That's great. So now he can just be the speedy guy he is. Perfect. And A.J. Brown can be an absolute menace on the sidelines and over the middle. He's fucking gross, He's dude. huge. A.J. Brown is gross. Huge. He's 24. You know who he trained with? D.K. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that, actually. D.K. They literally, they literally have the same exact body mold, but D.K. has, like, DK 15 like, pounds on him. D.K. has, like, 15 pounds and about 5 inches. Yeah. DK DK's a freak. They're both Roblox characters. They they're both freaks. <laughs> they're both freaks of nature. Freaks. They are disturbingly freaks of nature. But as long as we don't ever draft a receiver in the first round again, I'm happy. Thank God. And uh that defense for the Eagles? Dude. Uh Kazir White Come again? Yeah, uh, we now Hassan have Reddick. Hassan Reddick. Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. Hargrave. Vernon Hargrave. We drafted another linebacker. Uh, we, Fletcher we drafted Cox a, a is linebacker still there? in the third, I think. Fletcher Cox is still there. You still got Darius Slay. Still have Darius Slay. Uh, still have Brandon Graham, I believe. Uh, disgusting yeah, it's, team. It's The team just looks great. And we drafted a corner. Um, yes. And I'm I very excited about it. don't remember his name. Uh, I do, but I just don't. You know what I mean? But, but he's nice. What was your surprise of the draft? Uh, my surprise of the draft, honestly, might have been Malik Willis falling that much. To the third? Yeah. I can't believe they I mean, invited him I, to Vegas for the first round. Yeah, that's such like a boo-hoo everybody says it answer. That's but such like, a... But like, there was so much hype after the draft, like, combine videos that I yeah. would just imagine that somebody would take a shot on I him. thought that someone, like, with like the 30th overall pick was going to take him. Actually, the first like pick that. surprised me a little bit, too. The first pick being, um, Tavon Walker? Yeah. I love Tavon Walker. I do too, but I thought they were going to go like... Adrian Hutchinson. The other side of the ball, I exactly. thought our offense, you thought they were going to go offense? Yeah. Before? Well, just because, like, the ET, you know, they have a lot of stuff going on. They do have a lot of weapons, so... I'm excited to see Travis Etienne play for Jacksonville. I cannot wait to see Travis Etienne suit up. It's going to be awesome. That guy's electric. Electric. And he has Trevor Lawrence. I know. It's bang, bang. They're going to be pretty good. They're I don't like good. the Jets drafting Sauce Walker. Hated that. Why the fuck would they do that? I uh, he was gonna slip further anyway. And they were, he was gonna slip. They could have gave their pick up to get two more picks and still get him at like ten. Yeah, easily. And Sauce, no. Let's be honest though. Sauce is very good. Very good. He's a very very good but cornerback. Name a team in the league that does not need a target on their back more than the fucking Jets. You go to L.A. Target on your back, fine. They're used to it. You yeah. go to you know a big you market need, team. Well, the thing is, is that Sauce comes in. And he's the number one corner already. Right. That's not good. That's not good. Look you, what happened to Denzel Ward in fucking Cincinnati. Exactly. Denzel Ward in Cincinnati. Or Cleveland? fucking Cleveland, yeah. I was about to say. They're both brown and orange. They are. No, yeah. Cincinnati's more black and orange, but, you know, the orange fucking yellow. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a little bit of... Um, but, but yeah. No, that, sauce cannot be the number one corner. No. That's so bad for them. But, like, imagine Tom Brady goes to play the Jets. What is his main goal? 
attack Sauce. To hang five on his face and say, He's, this is the big league's rook. Yeah, Sauce, you haven't given up a touchdown in your college football career. Cool. Welcome to the NFL. I guarantee you he has two touchdowns thrown in his head first week. Right, they're going to go tight, and they're going to split They're gonna split Gronk out, and they're going to say, go get it. He's either, so this is like, he's, to me, going to be the big boomer bust this year. He's either going to, like, just be dominated every single week, like, uh, what's his face for Detroit? Uh, my I know what you're talking about. Jeff Okuda? Yeah. Jeff Okuda. He's good, though. He is good, but he just he came in as CB one. He and got, got thrown in the dominated. fire. Thrown in the fire. So he's either gonna do that or he's gonna pull Marshawn Lattimore. Right. That is gonna be my two guesses. And cornerback is two. all confidence. It really is. It's it's just um I think I can do it. Why do you think Jalen Ramsey is the best cornerback in the league? Because he's a fucking nutcase. That guy is fucking awesome. He he actually also guards way more like tight ends and stuff now, which is cool. Because he's huge. He's so big. He's actually like. So typically, cornerbacks tend to be the kind of leaner six one six two, like a buck eighty. Yeah, and they just they're fast guys. They fly around the field. But Jalen Ramsey, that guy's got some hit to like him. Two twenty. That guy's got some hit, it and is. he's not like the fastest guy in the world. He's quick though, but he's, he's just, very very quick. Got not... great first step. That's what you need. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a show for sure. Um. Also, I'm going to backtrack on a take I had earlier. I had a bad take. I'm going to bench it. Wow. I am going to backtrack on my Malik Willis, Ryan Tannehill drama. Now that I'm thinking about it, football is the ultimate team game, and you do need a mentor. And it's not that I didn't this think— This was a behind-the-scenes take. It's not, yeah, we were flirting before. Um, <laughs> it's not that I didn't think that it was important to get a mentor. But, I, like, you look at the NFL, and it's a business, first of all. Oh, yeah. And that guy's trying to keep his job. Ryan Tannehill is absolutely trying to keep his job. And like, but you, but your team, like, you know that your team drafted Malik Willis for when your contract expires. Right. So that's why I was in my head. I was like, you have a year or two left at most. Exactly. I just don't like seeing the Jordan Love thing happen. Oh yeah. You know that shit's get free Jordan Love for Christ's sake. Put him in Seattle, please. <laughs> yeah. Put him in. You know. Any other offense. The Raiders when Derek Carr goes. He's like, going to be great. I think I think Jordan Love will be good wherever if, he goes. If Kylo's going to bitch, put him in Arizona. He'd be good in Arizona. He'd be great in Arizona. Yeah. Well, when Nuke comes back from using that little needle. That was surprising to me. That blew me away. I mean, I know guys are trying to get healthy quick, but. Uh, my thing is, is that how long has he been doing it? I have no clue. Because he was very injured last year. Mostly got like Edelman. Did I think it. it was just like a recovery thing. Edelman does it. Like I think that you should be able to do HGH between the Super Bowl and training camp. Yeah, let <laughs> these players PED and roid up. Not roids. HGH. HGH. I like human growth hormones. I, I need. Some. I think that's more of a muscle thing than like a than like a get me stronger thing. Obviously, they're the same. Do you thing. think it could get you taller? No, we have a surgery. For Asking that. for a friend. There's a surgery for that. The corrective surgery. Yes. <laughs> Correct my height. Correct my height. <laughs> That's my favorite website. Correctmyheight.com. <laughs> oh man, but no, Nuke Hopkins uh, getting popped. That was crazy. That was crazy. That was out of left field. That was crazy. Uh, what else happened in the 2022 NFL draft? <laughs> Did you see the picture of the? What, I can't remember his name. I'm oh, so, I'm so um, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. <laughs> dude. Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> 
I was crying. I'm that was or, the funniest thing Kenny, ever. Uh, Kenny, George Pickens. George Pickett, George Pickens. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Pickett and George Pickens are the same name. Pretty um, much. Same person. I've been confusing them the whole time. That's why I had a little bit of a fluster. Uh, George but, Pickens dr- reacting to himself getting drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers was the funniest picture on earth. He got drafted by the Steelers? Yeah, he's a Steeler. Wow, so they got Kenny Pickett and George Pickens? Yeah. No wonder I'm fucking That's up. why I got confused too. Yeah, but that is like, that's a dog. I love George Pickens. He's not even wearing a suit. He's That's, he's wearing like a ski mask. A ski mask in his house. Some shorts and a basket, you know, some basketball shorts and a tee. I know. I think it was like the Nike like joggers that I got on right, right now. Right, 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 right. And he's wearing like a wife beater. Dude, that was gray. It was amazing. Awesome. I need. I love George. That's Pickens. what you want. That guy is. Have you ever seen the clip of him? Uh, just beating the shit out of the Georgia Tech corner. Oh my corner. god! It just slams his head into the wall. Dude, that was like. Michael Crabtree, like, all over it. I love George Pickens. Yeah. That's a guy I wanted on my team. Give me four of him. Give me four of him, and it's done. It's wraps. It's, it's so over. It's not even He's funny. so, under, like, undervalued just because of his injury. Yeah, but that's such a draft thing. It you is. I mean? It is. And it's it so upsetting. So like, a guy that's been in the league for two years gets hurt. It's okay. We'll re-sign him to a contract. Yeah. But this kid that you saw ball out for four years or three years Who has, like, years, so much athletic gift raw and potential. just and raw he's 21 strength. years old like he tore his acl he's done no he's gonna grow and sometimes the acl does do people bad it does very yeah. often rg3 you could have a lot of ptsd from it i get it you get scared you do but george pickens is not that guy you think carson Wentz has acl ptsd i guarantee you he does but like he still plays like fast and aggressive. I think what helped him was like I think he's getting over the hump, and I think what's helping him is being behind that Colts old line. Really did help. Used him. to help him. Used to help. Is he now in Washington? Yeah. I forgot that happened. Yep. Oh my god! That's crazy, isn't it? I was like, oh Taylor Heineke throwing to Terry McLaurin he, again. Great job. He has to play a game in Philadelphia every year for the next four years, I think it is. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. It's his funeral. It's going to be a fucking nightmare. He's going to get murked by Jordan Davis. If he wasn't mentally strong enough to play in Philly as the QB1. Yeah, with every Philly fan backing him. A majority, a large majority. Yeah. 70%. There is not one player that every Philly fan will get behind. It's just... It's true. It just doesn't happen. I get... Well... Fletcher Cox has haters. I will say the number one player in my brain that... Brian Dawkins? No. Jason Kelsey. Okay, yeah. B-Dog, Jason Kelsey, and Brian Westbrook had everybody's support. Everybody. Those are the last three Eagles I can think of that had everybody's support. I'm trying to think of another person. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Darius Slay has haters. Jalen has I'm haters. Terrell Owens, but a lot of people hated no, his flashiness. I hated it, yeah. I was trying to think of like the... Some of the best players to go through Philly. Asante Samuel was all loved, pretty much. He was pretty, yeah. yeah. He was pretty well loved. Um, a lot of people like Brandon Graham. Yeah, we we love B, we love BG, but he yeah, just hurt a lot. He is. He's he's a risk. He's hurt a lot. We need, oh man, we need to become the GM of the Eagles. Well, how about this? Seattle is, is the home of the twelfth man, right? All right. Raise the flag, bang the drums. Here we go. You guys don't love all your players either. Fuck no. Like you're the twelfth man. You're like at least we have the throwing snowball the Santa Claus moniker. We're supposed to be like that. That's true. You guys are supposed to be backing and high five and slapping God. ass to everybody that walks that tunnel. I'm trying to think of like who my most hated player on the Seahawks is, and dare I say it's Jamal Adams. 
I love I love Blitz Boy, but I also hate him. I love him as a human. Yes. Love him as a player. Love him as a leader. Hate him as a, in that system. I hate him in that system. He's a great player. Great. If he wasn't in Pete Carroll's fucking system. Pete Carroll doesn't get aggressive enough on Pete defense. Carroll needs to leave. Pete Carroll also isn't the DC. Is he the DC? No. So yeah, I mean Pete Carroll's overall idea of what he wants. Yeah, he like yeah, he has his fingers he, in all I the mean, pots. The, the, head, the head coach picks the DC, so essentially it's the head coach's defense. My God, it's so absurd how bad it is. Yeah, I don't like that. It needs to be fixed. You need another Michael Bennett. Everybody loved Michael Bennett. Everyone loved Michael Bennett. In Seattle and Philly. When he was on his bicycle. That was awesome. That was the greatest thing in the world. That was awesome. We need another Michael Bennett. We need another Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Okay. Everyone loved There's Marshawn. Not one, not, not one person. There's not Marshawn. a single fan in history that could hate Marshawn Lynch. He created the most, the first viral internet video. The Beastquake. The Beastquake. In, what was that? The like 2009? Uh, I want to say the 20... I want to say this is 2009 against the Saints, yeah. And then you get the, then you get like the, oh my God, that was so cool. And then you get the Greg, the Greg Jennings broken leg video shortly before, yes, shortly dude. after. Dude, those two videos are Came so my iconic. Team on my back. Hold my dick and, <laughs> and um, get the team on my back, dude. Dude, those, my gosh. You know, people probably started playing football because of those videos. 100%. Me and Josh used to play backyard football. Oh, we just absolutely maul each other. And, all of us would have jerseys. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We had like LT. I was the biggest LT fan. Er, Still if, am. But. If you didn't like LT, if you didn't watch LT, I'm sorry. That's a problem to you. Because that was the most electrifying human being on the face of the planet. It's the best touchdown celebration of all time. Oh, easily. And watching um, Antonio Gates be a prime tight end at that time. Oh, dude, he's, okay. He's my favorite tight end of all time. Truly. I love TJ Hushmanzada. I really like that poll. That, that, was, that was a good one. I I like Shannon Sharp. He was cool and all that. Shannon, I like Shannon Sharp more now. Yeah, but he was a dog, so I liked him when he was playing. He is a dog, and he's still a dog. Right, but Antonio Gates was that guy. Antonio Gates. You know who I who was really underrated but really fun to watch? Delaney Walker. Oh, he's a, he was just electric for like 10 years. He was the fastest tight end on the field, yeah. the best hands, and he was still huge. He's Kyle Pitts before Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, I want to see gain weight. Yeah, but he's such not a blocking tight he's end. He's not, and I'm afraid that he's going to turn into the uh, Evan Ingram failed experiment again. But I think yeah. he has better hands. He has better football IQ than Evan Ingram. 100%. Evan Ingram, now Jacksonville Jaguar. But I like, like if you're going to use Kyle Pitts to block... Put him in the screen game. Get him kicking out safety. You need get him, him out to corner. gain weight because he, you're taking him out of too many plays. Right. He's just not going to be able to like like when it's like a, say it's a sweep right. He's not going to be able to like wash down with the lineman. Going oh yeah, not just even not close. Happening. That's why George Kittle is the best tight end in football. Yeah, I I like Kittle way more than Kelsey than, than Kelsey. I all right, Kelsey's great. So good. He's unbelievable. Great fantasy tight end. Greatest. Like, one of the greatest pass catchers at the tight end position yeah, that we've great, seen in recent history. Great duo he has with his quarterback. Unbelievable. But George Kittle loves to move guys from point A to point B against their will. And he will catch a screen right after and go for 80. Easily. It's, it's incredible. He's a psychopath. He is a nutcase. I mean, he's a Kelsey. Yeah. No. Kittle. I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I might have thought about Kelsey's a psychopath too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them are. Yeah, I mean, you but t- 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 George Kittle is a nine. real 
He's a real psychopath. Yeah, he'll bang his head on a locker. Did you see his um his interview with Taylor Luan's podcast? I did. And he was like, yeah. He goes, just my favorite thing in the world isn't catching passes or tight end or or touchdowns. It's moving a guy against his will. It's banging faces. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, He's a crazy yeah. motherfucker. To be a tight end, you gotta be a fucking nut. You do, because not only do you have to be swift and like have soft hands and all that. Yeah, you, you gotta be just super athletic and you super just tough. Gotta, you just gotta fucking maul people. You on gotta the be daily the best basis. of both worlds. Easily. Yeah. And that is what we're missing in today's NFL. That's why we're having this discussion back and forth over and over and over again about who's the tight, best tight end in the league, and there's only two names that ever get brought up. Yeah, I agree with that, but... We need more electricity in the tight end position. Bring bring back tight ends. God damn it. <laughs> bring back tight ends 2022. Bring back fullback. And this is why I won't put Dallas Goddard in that elite category yet. He's on his way, don't get me wrong. Oh, easily. But... he's He's been up and coming. He's up and coming. He's he's going to be good. We also drafted a tight end, too. I'm very excited He's about. a very may I say, above average run blocker. Yes, and that's what I like about him. He's great. But he doesn't move people like I need him to. Yet. No, he needs to be stronger. And that's the thing that like yeah. makes Kittle the best tight end in the league. I don't even think it's strength. I think it's just like will to move somebody. Oh, easily. You got He needs to be a psycho. Did you hear the news? What news? J.J. Ortega Whiteside is officially a tight end. Huh? He's a tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles. What, he, Eddie Lacy? He just... Well, they said, listen... If you want a roster spot. Also, we draft a tight end. We always sign um, Richard Rodgers for some reason. Some reason. It's so funny. Some god for taking But he plays well when he plays. Yeah, but he exactly. just He's just always our third tight end. It's just always perfect for you. And we have him, the draft pick, and... Um, Goddard. And Dallas Goddard. Usually you only keep three tight ends. But they're going to go four? No. I think they're putting him there so they can cut him. That's a smart move. Get him out of my face. Don't like him. The picture I have of him with the umbrella is so funny. It's so good. It's so funny. Who else needs to go? Oh, yeah. Jalen Rager. There's not a spot for him. Please. I love having depth the wide receiver position, but between Greg Ward, Quez Watkins. Trade him for like a seventh in 2032 for all I give a shit. Trade him for... A four o'clock game getting moved of Monday night for Sunday night football. Oh, trade him for, as I said on draft night, a, a McDouble <laughs> with just ketchup. <laughs> Boom, you got yourself a deal. Yeah, no, get in my face. I would if I'm in the Eagles, I'm paying anybody to take him. But like he could come out and have a great year, and I'd be like, okay. That's the hopefulness. But like when you have a great year with Devonte Smith. But the realism. It's not going to happen. Quest Watkins is a burner, too. Like Jay I love Quest Watkins. Yeah. He is fast. And that I think what you guys have become as the Eagles is just you got to catch up. We're going to be the faster. We're going to be stronger. Your team is a team that everybody has to catch up to. We're, we're going to fly around and bang people. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be insane. <laughs> like a stork. <laughs> like a stork. You guys are just going to be... Banshees on the run, waiting to absolutely maul people or blow by them. And I don't get why Seattle doesn't adopt that mentality. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's this old guy who chews double bubble, hubba dub, hubba bubble, double gumbo, whatever gum. God damn it. I hate that. He goes to a roll of that hubba bubba like Dick can. He does wear cool shoes, though. He does. His monarchs are 
fire. I would be a monarch guy if I didn't hate him so much. Yeah. Like, thank you, Pete Carroll. All right. First of all, thank you, Pete Carroll. You brought us to a Super Bowl. Thank you. You established Seattle as a powerhouse in, you, in the market. You brought us Marshawn Lynch, Russell Wilson, Bobby Wagner, Bruce Irvin. You brought us all of these. You got us Legion of Boom. You did so much for Seattle. Your time is fucking over. Get out. And stay as a, as, as a coach yeah. if you want. Be a running backs coach. Or be like the draft guy. You know what he does really well? Develop running backs. He could be a GM. He could. But with head coaches and GMs now having like a fifty percent split, I don't yeah. mind the idea. It wouldn't. It wouldn't kill me. I definitely think that Pete Carroll needs a new role. He, and he deserves else, a job in the NFL. Yes. Oh, easily. He's a he's a great NFL mind. Right. He just isn't fit now to be the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. He would adapt for a long time. He oh yeah. Doesn't adapt anymore. He does not. That's what made us so good in 2013, 2014. Is his his ability to adapt. Remember the game against the Patriots when Cam Newton was the quarterback and. Cam Newton won, won or lost the game. I forgot on the two lost. yard line with a with yes. a with a quarterback sneak. Every game that the Patriots played after that, the the quarterback sneak or the sweep, excuse me, the sweep was not an option. Never. They would just jam seven in the box. That's adopting. And say beat up. That's not adopting. That's adapting. It's adapting. You know what? Seattle never did do that. They never changed anything. When you see Cam Newton going four for eighty five, load the box. It's unbelievable. But here's the thing. I think Cam Newton put up like 280 yards against us that game, which is crime. Also, not only that, Pete Carroll came in the league as a defensive coach. Yeah. We had like the most yards given up out of every team in the NFL. And we still had Bobby Wagner, Jordan Brooks. I'm going to stop there. Puna Ford. That's all I got. I can't believe you let Bobby go. That is criminal. Criminal. We just released him. And now I'm happy that the Eagles didn't get him because we got Kaiser White. Kaiser White is such a good option. And we have N'Kobe Dean. You know what I'm really excited about? Jordan fucking Brooks. Mm. That is my, by far, probably my favorite player on the Seattle Seahawks. Monster. That guy is disgustingly good at football. Monster. I think he had 180 tackles last year. That's repulsive. He's disgustingly good. He could rap really good. Yeah, I mean, as long as you can just like, he's he's like a Darius Leonard yeah. without all the. Oh, he's so fucking good at football. Darius Leonard is disgusting. So fucking good. At he's football. disgusting. I love talking about just random guys that you kind of forget about because yeah. where they play, but yep. they're so good at football. I know. Bad markets. I know. That's like how baseball works. You just see guys who are so good. But they just don't play at the but right they place. Play the, they play over the Pirates or the Reds. Ugh, like Brian Reynolds. Do you know who Brian Reynolds is? is yeah. Love Brian Reynolds. Yeah. Center fielder, Pittsburgh Pirates. He's so good. But he plays for the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's so sad. We need, we need life to get better. We need life it? to get better. See, the thing is, is that in the NFL, everybody's competitive. Because isn't there a minimal salary threshold? Yeah. So your team has like, to like pay. A, like a vet minimum is like a yeah. million dollars a year like, or something. Your team salary has to be at least this much. I believe so, yeah. The MLB doesn't have that, which is a crime. So people just throw fucking shit squads out there and just beg for picks? Well, yeah. So the starting pitcher of the New York Mets, a.k.a. Max Scherzer, is making more than the entire team payroll of the Oakland Athletics. 
What are you supposed to root for if you're if you're a fan of the Oakland Athletics? What are you supposed to root for? The nice hats they have. Oh yeah. Is there anything else? Absolutely not. No, not a damn thing. Else. Because MLB owners are fucking cheapskates and they won't pay. But that doesn't make sense to me. Because you can pay and win. You can pay to win. It's one of the. It, it is America's pastime. Goddamn right. It's still one of the big three sports in America. Easily. And yeah, that's that. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's still it's, one of the biggest three. And cemented. And you charge twelve dollars for a beer. You're making money. You are. To open a ballpark probably costs you what, like twenty five grand a game to get everything up and op- and operable, like get bare Easily. minimum. Yeah. But. But you're making. 25 grand, whatever that number is, 25 grand just to throw a number out there. Help your team win. You're making that money back in beer, so like... Yeah, help your fucking team win. Charging $50 for parking? You're, That's, you're telling me that... The, it's unbelievable. You're telling me they're hurting for money? It's criminal. These these MLB owners are fucking criminals. And that's why when I saw Pat Mahomes buy like a third of the fucking... Kansas City Royals. Kansas City Royals, I was like, maybe they'll go get players? Nope. They didn't. They didn't. They got Zach Greinke, who's 38 years old. And on his last leg? Yeah, pretty much. I also have a petition to stop letting baseball players play till they're so old. It's, mm. not, it's not golf. And I and I don't mind the 38 to 42-year-olds. Yeah. But you see some, like, 47, 46-year-old guys out You're there? You're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's unbelievable. Like, like I would say, like, you have to hit, like, a minimal value of, like, how, how productive you were right. to your team. Like, I think David Ortiz really found the perfect cutoff time. Four years old. And he, he had one of the greatest seasons a ever. four-year-old ever had. And he still walked. Walked away. You want to go out on top? He's a champ. A-Rod walked pretty well, too. Yeah, he he wanted to hit the 700 homer mark, but right. he never was able to. Right. Called it a career. Jeter walked at the perfect time. Good for Jeter. Like. Overrated fielder. I wish That's Ryan, my hill. I wish Ryan Howard walked earlier. True. I wish Jimmy Rollins walked earlier. Oh, God, I love Jimmy Rollins. I love Jimmy Rollins. He's the best. I, he's unbelievable. McCutcheon might want to walk. Have you seen McCutcheon's been doing really He's been good? playing well, but can he hold together for 182 games? 162. 162. Basketball and baseball. Computer. Understand. Same thing, though. But It is. It's a lot of games, it's but they're game. using him as a DH. I saw that. I like that. I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Because um, he, he can put the ball in some gaps. He's very good. I just miss when Andrew McCutcheon was electric. He was the best outfielder to watch for was a long time. Was that 20, I want to say 2011, he won the MVP for the, or maybe it was 2012, he won the MVP for the National League. He was electricity. He was like the only player in baseball who had like super long dreads and it was sick. And he was like, he had all this like jewelry and then he had all his like extra accessories. Those were so sweet. Yeah, I love when baseball players drip out. The, the diamond tennis chains always get me. Oh, my God, dude. So a big thing that I've seen a lot is a lot of players go with black diamonds now. Yeah, I saw that. Those are the coolest chains on earth. Who was, who was it that slid into third and with their black diamond chain and it popped? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, my God, I can't think was of it, Was it Prince though. Fielder? Mm. I want to say it was a bigger fella. It may have been a bigger fella. But I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was sick. I think it's hysterical when players' chains break mid-game, and then they just, like, catch it, and they're like, ah, whatever. Yeah. It's just today's game check. Okay, this is a good question. Okay. What is the most, what is the most like, unproblematic but still coolest chain you can wear on a baseball, t- on a baseball field? I think the diamond's got to go. 
that's just too problematic. That is true. You can't have precious soft metals holding your chain together when it's worth a house. I forget the I forget the type of chain it is. But have you seen Mookie Betts chain? Yeah, that's sick. A that's big, a, a perfect big, chain. A big Cuban. It's huge, but it's not like at risk to just like snap. Right. So I think you got to go either choker because it's not swinging. Yeah. And you can still see it. Yes. Easily you got to get smaller chain. No pendants. Absolutely not. Zero. And go diamond encrusted on your Cubans or something. Yes. If you want to bling. Dude. The tennis chains look great. Baseball players should start doing wristbands. Oh my God. Could you imagine? Wow. That'd be sick. Center fielder walks up and he has just a diamond encrusted Cuban That'd be sick. wrist piece. I'd, 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 I'd even be okay seeing them wear Rolexes. Let them have Rolexes. <laughs> How about when Odell wore the AP in the middle of the game? Dude. The best. Like, I want to see more of that. Also, what is Roger Goodell's problem with cool cleats? Can we, all right. <sighs> can we, uh, can we just say, um, let players have fun with what they wear. They're literally making you millions and millions and billions of dollars as a, as like a, as a league. And the more fun you let them have. The more fun the audience has. And the more audience, the more money. The more money. Let them have fun. Let let them eat cake. Remember when Hopkins got like suspended for like four games because he kept wearing Yeezy cleats? Oh my god! Those cleats were sick. They were actual cleats. Like they were, they were real released. Cleats. They were like legal cleats. I was playing in college at that point, and like a couple of the kids had them. They were sick. But you were like, no, DeAndre, you can't do He's that. He's an Adidas athlete. You can't let the coolest person give you cleats. You can't let Kanye yeah, West give you cleats. He's an Adidas athlete. Let him do what he wants. Come on. But, Come okay, off it. So I think my biggest gripe with the whole, like, color thing in the NFL oh. is they, will, they won't let you wear jerseys that you want to wear. You can only have XYZ jerseys. But then they'll give you these color rush garbages. Those are awful. And then they'll say, oh, when you go to London, you can wear something. With da, 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 da. But they can't. you can't wear customized cleats except if it's the Crucial Catch Week. Yeah. Why? Like, imagine if a player wanted to wear for 17 weeks cleats that supported a foundation. They do do that, but they have to be their team colors, which is so dumb. Yeah. If I'm supporting the leukemia, like, fucking um, foundation that week, I want yeah. I want the, the gold for the pediatric cancer. Easy. You know what I mean? Like, or whatever it is. Oh, but I'm a Seattle Seahawk. I can't do that. What the fuck? It's like the NBA rule where you, like, I like this rule. You can't have gold on your shoes if you're not in the finals. I like that. But too. any color goes. But you I love that with but, the NBA. But you can't have gold unless you're in the finals. They they did it right. They did do it. You have to. Basketball shoes are the most prominently absurd colors. Those are awesome, though. Yeah, they're so sick. I fucking love them. But, like, baseball cleats and football cleats have always been tame. But. It's unreal. It, it really is awful. Bring Fightings back, 2022. Bring Fightings back. Those you things were awesome. Did you see my tweet to your brother? I did. He. Had seven or eight of them on his neck. Joe was a prominent fighting kid. I remember one time we were playing Call of Duty and they were like itching his neck, so we took them all off. And I heard seven snaps. Just of clink, 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 clink. How many snaps do you need? So good. I remember when they were braided. Some of them were braided. Oh, that was a big. That was a big revelation. The braided fightings were sick. Remember the braided Red Sox one with the blue, white, and the. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. That one was. Sick. Those were sick. The Phillies one was cool. Cause I need it. to go on eBay and find fightings now. I want to bring back power bands. Power bands, dude. My chi was so centered back then. I was I was so balanced. There was a kid that went to the middle school with a box of like fake power bands, would sell them for ten dollars a pop, and he made like two thousand dollars in the middle school flipping power bands. What a criminal. That's but you know what? Respect. 
I think that's what they call it, um, extortion or something. I would believe that's, I believe that's what they would call it. Yeah, but that's crazy. Um, what else do we need to bring back? McDonald's snack wraps? What the fuck with that? I don't want the McRib, dude. I just don't want the McRib. Don't bring back the McRib. Give me back the fucking snack wrap. Give me my goddamn chicken tender wrapped up in an uncooked tortilla with lettuce and mayo. I don't care. The Caesar salad one? Bring it back. Bring it back, dude. Give me a buffalo chicken one. If you guys can't see this, but Nick is vigorously pointing his t- his finger I am, into a desk. I'm laying down the wall. <laughs> <laughs> All six foot seven and three hundred you know, pounds some of myself. Days, some days I don't meal prep. You know what would be great? A four dollar fucking snack wrap from McDonald's, dude. <laughs> Remember when they were on the dollar menu? Oh my god, they like were. the mini ones. They were. Ah! You can get five of those fucking things for those were for the a Lincoln greatest. Yeah, that was awesome, man. All right, go to fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast food order at McDonald's, and we're gonna go to Subway, and then we're gonna go to another Ooh. one. But the no- so we're doing fast food at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to order is a McDouble with just ketchup and a six piece nug with barbecue sauce. Just doesn't miss. Does not miss. And if you want fries, you go two with the single burgers. Mm, that's true. The, the meal with the two single burgers, and Easily. then you get the nuggets on the side. That's a lot of food, though. It is. But, you gotta be like starving. But you can make your own McDouble that way. You can. Yeah. Easily. Uh, Subway. I like to get uh, the steak with American cheese, and then I put bacon on it as well because mm-hmm. I'm I'm like that. Yeah. Uh, and then I do salt, pepper, black olives. Call it a day. I like that. Thank you. It's very minimalistic. Right. I'm a very picky eater. I have two orders. Oh, oh, uh, Italian herbs and cheese bread. Ooh. Ooh, that's a, Ooh. that is prime. That's stinky. I like that. I that's, love that's, it, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a pull. So. That's the best bread. You obviously have the classic meatball. Oh, it's so good, though. The Something about the softness of an untoasted meatball from Subway. Yes. It's like eating Jello, and I yes. love it. I'm such a soft texture guy. I am too. Like especially with like meatball subs. Oh, dude, soft as possible. Wrap it in tin foil if you could. Make make let it marinate in there. You dude, know? if the bread, you know what's a like if you eat a meatball grinder, right? And that bread just perfectly wraps around oh, that meatball. It makes you, it, it makes a nice like the, the like the tip of the sandwich where it's cut is just oh, folded over. Dude, it's so perfect. Oh, and your and your first bite is like half a meatball and half the bread. Oh, dude, oh, it's so good. Yeah. So the meatball is obviously always going to be an option when you want it. Oh. When I'm feeling a little healthy, I go steak and cheese, peppers, lettuce, a little bit of mayonnaise just for some 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 mo- some moisture in there. Fair. And American cheese. Always a good. It's not healthy, but it's Subway is weird. Can I can I they're, tell you my marketing my slogan. gripe against Subway? The marketing slogan is awful. Any Subway sandwich that anyone gets always smells exactly the same as any other 100%. sandwich. They all the sandwiches smell the same. Yeah, and I think it's because of the bread, obviously. Yeah. But like the meat doesn't make anything smell bad. It doesn't. It's so weird. I just I don't get it. Uh what's another fast food place? Well, I was gonna say five guys. Oh, five. And then, guys. And then we can go to, to Moe's or Chipotle. I go to Chipotle. Yeah, but then we can go to, like, yeah, yeah. that's what we can go to. Either. Um, so, five guys, I get a bacon cheeseburger. I get the junior. It's cheaper. It is cheaper. Still, it's, a, it's a similar size. Still a huge burger. Yeah. But I go junior, which is just one patty instead of two. Right. And I go bacon cheese and then I have ketchup, and that's it. 
Okay, I like that. I'm very simple. I don't like lettuce. <sighs> I like pickles. lettuce on certain things. Oh, you know what? I forgot. I'll throw in uncooked white onion. Ooh. I don't. I liked uncooked. A little bit of crunch. That burger is very soft. And it's awesome. Yeah. But you need a little bit of crunch. You need a little, little love. And then on the side, I get the Cajun fries. But like when the bread's crunchy, no. No. But when you get like a little bit of crunch in the interior of the bite. Yes. It's yeah. like putting potato chips it's in your sandwich. way different. You ever put potato chips in your sandwich? Yes. Goated. But I'm such a peanut butter and jelly guy, it's kind of hard to justify a potato chip that's not an original flavored potato chip. Yes. You can't go salt and vinegar in a peanut butter and jelly. That's a crime. You're fucking, you're losing your marbles at that You point. need help. But if you're like a turkey and cheese guy, you can go any chip, anytime. Barbecue chips on a turkey oh, and cheese? Boy. Oh boy. Baby girl. Doritos? Ooh. Oh. You're done grilled cheese with Doritos on oh, it? Oh, yeah. That shit's fire. That is a staple of my that childhood. That is nacho cheese. <laughs> I miss that. You, you like that? I miss that. I brought that back. That was from... That was from, that was from elementary that's school. That's the spectrum talking, dude. That's from way back. <laughs> Five guys order. What do you got? So, I go double bacon. Oh, strong play there. Because, think about it. I don't get the milkshake. True. And I don't order a Bev. True. I'm a water guy. Big water. Give guy. me the cup. Just give me the cup. So I, uh, I, you, I full faith. I save on the bev side of it. Mm-hmm. So I go crazy on the burger side of it. Smart. And then I split a fry with whoever I'm with. Because they give you because all you don't of the need fr- that many French fries. You never need. And their French, French fries, fries are good, but they're not great. They're not like super crispy. Right. But they just down so easy. They do. So you can split a cup of those and not want more. Do you go original or Cajun? Depends who I'm with. I love the Cajun fries. I love the Cajun too. If it was just me, I'm Cajun all day. Cool. Some people don't like the oven. That's a crime. Ag- agreed. Now, when we get to the Chipotle side of things. Oh, baby. This is where it gets crazy. So you go, obviously, burrito. I don't. I'm not a bowl. I'm not a rabbit. Okay. Well, I'm not going to lie. That I said that because I thought it was hilarious. I'm a bowl guy when I want to be. Oh, bowls are so good. They're so good. But when you go burritos, this is what you do. You go half chicken, half steak. Not double, not double meat. Not double meat. Half and half. Half and half. Because the chicken's got a little bit of a kick to it. Yep. And the steak has a little bit of a meat texture to it. You know what I mean? Like it's a little bit, like you feel like you feel yes. like you're getting your money's you, worth. Yes. Easily. And you go over to the bean section, you get zero beans. Fuck the beans. You Fuck get a, beans. You get a little bit of lettuce. Okay. White rice. I can deal. Then you go queso sour cream mix. Oh, dude. That's. Not a sour cream guy. I'm telling you. The queso sour cream mix adds the moisture. Fair. Because a dry burrito, what's worse? True. You know? Then you go down. Give me a little bit of that pineapple salsa. Or maybe a little mm. bit of pico. Yeah. You yep. lost me there. No. Give me a little bit. That that. It, it, I'm not going to lie. I can respect it. I'm not going to lie. If I go sour cream and queso, I usually don't do that. But if I go one or the other, give me a little bit of that. Okay. And then I wrap it up. Perfect. You add a little bit of cheese, wrap it up. Perfect. There's no other need for anything else to go in a burrito. My Chipotle, all right, first of all, I want to say this hot take about bowls from Chipotle. Uh, you get a bowl with whatever you want in it, get a bag of tortilla chips, and then just use your bowl as a dipping, like a dipping bowl, and just scoop all of what you just bought all mixed together onto the tortilla chips. It's amazing. I like that. But my Chipotle order is just three hard shell tacos. And I do white rice. Mm-hmm. I throw some steak in there, mm-hmm. and then I throw some cheese, and then I get a side of guacamole, and I just dip all of my tacos in the guac, and that's I like it. That. Super simple. But people who go guac on burrito are crazy. Yeah, guac on burrito is not. 
Too much I like to dip mine. Like, I like to keep the guac guac. a dip, not a, not a condiment. Can't use it as a condiment. No. I think I got it on my tacos one time, and there was so much on there. You just you lose all the beef. And I couldn't, like, touch my taco without getting guac all over right. my hands. And the reason I'm a Moe's guy is because they put the right proportion of condiments on there. Aren't there? Isn't there queso better, too? Queso's extremely miles I, and miles I better. haven't had it in a while. I'll have to go back. That but. queso... Is so good because when you get it in the cup for the chips, free chips, free chips, free chips, it firms, but it still dips. You know what I mean? Wee. Like, so like you don't get. Like, it's like that, you gotta like break that layer almost. Mm, like it's like that film. That's yeah. that's when you know you got a good. That's case when you know out. you got a good case. When it looks like plastic. Oh, and they're, it's so fake. It's so good. And the rice is more moist, so it densifies. Yeah. So I like that aspect of it. Fair. But this is where most just takes the cake. Just walks away with it. Steak stacks. Steak stack. Crunchwrap Supremes, but the Moe's version. Yeah, dude. So you get a burrito for the, for the, for the stay. Wow. And you get a Crunchwrap Supreme for the go. That's smart. Yeah, because if you're eating lunch, if you're eating Moe's and it's at dinner time, fine, a burrito's good. If you're eating Moe's at lunch, you're going to get hungry before dinner. It's true. And you got to eat. And you would never think that you would get hungry after eating a big burrito, but... It's like, it's like lighter, almost. Yeah, yeah. There is something to me about Chipotle and, like... Moe's when like the one time I've had it. Oh, you can't make you can't make a decision off one time. No, I really can't. I just haven't gone back. Right. It's just so much lighter. I will give Chipotle credit for their marketing and their placement of restaurants. Much better. I love it. Much better. I love the drinks that they have there too. Like the like the little uh like the aguave lemonade shit right. that they got. Right. And like all the yeah. other ones. That's cool. Oh baby, that's good. But ready for this? Moe's has the Coca Cola three sixty machine. Do they really? Yeah. Holy shit. You can go Powerade, you can go Powerade uh, sparkling water mix and get a nice jazzy Powerade. What did I use? I used to mix two drinks and I can't remember what it was. Oh, your brother, when we were little, was the big, like, all the sodas in one cup guy. The swamp water. Dude, we both did that. You guys loved that. That was the funnest. That was the best. You guys yeah. would also do that with the Slurpees from, from Cumberland Farms. You would put we all would the flavors. Do, we would do that. Uh, I think where this started was uh, the Burger King in Westerly. Mm-hmm. We'd just, every single drink, and yeah. we'd fill it all the way up. It was we all so, live the same childhood. It's crazy. It's insane. Every human being in the world lives the same childhood. Exactly the same. But that is suicide these days. If I did that, I'd have acid reflux I, for... I can't even... Just thinking about it, my stomach's like... My bubbling. heart would hurt for weeks. Easily. Imagine missing Mountain Dew and Dr. Pepper at your age. In Orange Fanta. Oh, and my And then Powerade, God. and you're like... Wee. Way too many acids going on. Too much. And then not to mention, you're going to throw in some, some 10 nuggets for a dollar? The dollar forty nine ten piece? How am I supposed to survive? I Let me just say, Burger King Nuggets was the greatest fall off from grace in all of human history. They were the crown shape, first of all. And amazing. Amazing. And, and then, then they did something. They had a peppery kick to them. That's what they it was. They did. They were peppery. They were so good. And then the Wendy's nugget is always going to rank top just because Loved. the crispiness. I love Wendy's nuggets. Wendy's absorbed the the Burger King, best of the Burger King nugget like yes. taste and texture. Yes. But they went McDonald's size. So prime for dunking the McDonald's sizes are. Isn't there like a triangle shape for one of the Wendy's nuggets? Like it's almost like a triangle. I want to say there is. You got me there. I feel like there is. I know they have that like half crescent moon one. Yeah. That one bangs because you can dip and scoop. And their sweet and sour is awesome. I'm so sad ours closed. 
R.I.P. to the Westerly fucking... That was the worst Wendy's ever. The worst. I could go to any Wendy's ever and have a great time. That one would make me sick. Remember the time I puked at Olympia from it? Yes. I was. And dr- you took your entire 30-minute lunch break to go get Wendy's because the line was non-existent. Oh, my but they- God, I forgot. <laughs> and then I came back and was dry heaving. That was so bad. We ate so much Wendy's. We always ate Wendy's there. Oh, God. Well, uh, man, wow. We, uh been talking for a while <laughs> we had a good time we always have a good we time we talked literally before too that's the craziest part. we do this every single time it's amazing and now we're gonna go search for clubs i was gonna say it's golf time it's golf time i also have to urinate off a dick that's true uh so for those who are listening during the day you know want you to take care and have a have a great rest of your day and those that are listening at the night don't catch a fright <laughs> halloween episode in <laughs> april or may whatever monster man take care